0: Welcome back to the Go to Go podcast, man. Episode 71, week 17 of the NFL season right upon us. Two weeks remain in the regular season. Breaking down these last two weeks this episode. We got uh in or out some playoff contention teams in the AFC. I'll give it to you and you tell me in or out. And then of course, week seventeen, Pickums as well, still knotted up. Both of us eleven and five last week. got trail by four games. You're sitting at one forty nine and eighty nine. Me one forty five and ninety three. So coming down to the last two weeks of the home stretch. But before the Pickums man. So in or out, AFC edition. I got some teams in the hunt or in the playoffs currently you're going to tell me if you think they get to the playoffs or not to finish off the season. First team up, the Houston Texans in or out?
1: Oh, um, the Houston Texans, I'm going to say out. Now, before like I was going through this and like looking at all the things, this is basically just like a race for the AFC South. So, um those are the main teams that I think will really be competing for that last spot cuz you know the division is still up for grabs right now. But I'm going to say the Texans are out. They play the Titans and the Colts the last two games of the season. I just think, you know, they're not like a year away, but I just think they're a little too early right now. A really promising young team. We saw what CJ Stroud was able to do this season. I mean, this entire roster just overachieved in every category. Really Will Anderson had a really solid rookie year. Tank Dell he put up some good numbers, had a couple good games. Nico Collins really stepped up, showed that he can be, you know, a top-receiving option in this NFL. But overall, right now, I just think, unfortunately, injuries, Stroud was banged up, Anderson, Tangdale, the three players I just named, having really good seasons for him. Everyone right now is kind of all banged up. So I just think the way it's shaping out, it's going to be tough for the Texans. So I got them just out.
0: All right, man. The next two teams up, obviously, I'm going to have in the AFC – South, So you tell me the division leader, Jacksonville Jaguars, currently in or out?
1: Yeah, this last spot, or not this last spot, but this division really, I think, comes down to the Jags and Colts. And, you know, ever since we started, I've been higher on the Jags. The Jags have kind of been like my AFC team. So I think I got to stick with him here, man. I'm going to say the Jags are in now. This team is also pretty banged up. Trevor Lawrence had the ankle now apparently has a um, shoulder injury in his throwing arm, so that's never a good sign. Offensive line hasn't been playing well as late. Defense has just been, you know, giving up points and yards to everyone they play, but their last two games are against the Panthers and the Titans, two teams who are already, you know, out of playoff contention, not really playing for anything, and the Jags want to, you know, take this division, you know, go into the playoffs with some kind of momentum. These are two must win two should win games now it's not looking good like I mentioned they're not playing their best football but I think the Jags hold on they hold on to the the division and they're in the playoffs
0: okay that's gonna bring up the Colts who sit at eight and seven and hold that seven uh seed in the AFC. so the last wild card uh spot do you have the Colts in or out
1: uh this is a tough one I- I don't think the Colts make it, man. I'm going to say out. Now, this they were like the first team out for me, especially in this division. It's tough, but, I mean, that Falcons loss last week was just really, really bad. Also, a team dealing with injuries. Pittman, he's banged up. A so, couple guys on the defensive side not really there. So, it, it's tough. I think Shane Steichen, what he's done with this Colts team, especially losing Anthony Richardson and, you know, having Gardner Minshew step in and basically be your quarterback this season was basically a big, big win for them. Shows that, you know, this team has some promise going into the future next season. They should have, you know, some positive outlooks, should have some expectations into being a playoff contender, a playoff team next season, fully healthy. You get your guy back at QB. But right now, I think they're, they're just on the cusp. All right, man. Next. But they they
0: could easily make it, but I think they are. Okay, so that's gonna open up a spot currently in the playoff race. Mm-hmm. Next up, the Steelers at the nine seed at eight and seven in or out. Steelers are an interesting team. This would
1: be a team I would want to say should be in, but I think I think the Steelers team is out, man. Um. The main reason is just because their schedule. They play the Seahawks and then the Ravens. Like those two games are going to be super super tough. Those are two teams already in the in the playoffs. Two teams you know looking to cement their playoff seating. Whereas the Steelers are more on the outside looking in. The Ravens especially. We'll talk about the Ravens and the Seahawks on the NFC side, especially at home. You know, are a team that can put a couple couple good drives together. They can score the ball, and defense has been up and down, but Geno should be back healthy. That offense can put up some points. So against the Steely team, I know Mason Rudolph looked decent,
0: but I, I just don't think Steelers have enough to get it done. That last wild card, card spot still open. So it's the next team up, the 10th seed, Cincinnati Bengals in or out? Bengals
1: are also a pretty interesting team in that NFC North I just don't know, you know, with Jake Browning and we saw, you know, what the Steelers team, I just said, is out, just did to him. Not really sure what they can do offensively. You know, they bring back Jamar Chase, T. Higgins. He had a really solid game. So they can put some points up offensively. But overall, I think this Cincinnati team is out, and I don't think they get in.
0: Okay. Next team up the 11th seed currently the Denver Broncos seven and eight in or out. I don't like the Broncos either, man. Especially
1: after what we just saw, losing to the Patriots at home. Champagne and Russ just not seeming like they're on the same page. I mean that loss to the Patriots is just something like if you're a playoff team, you just can't have at this point. So Broncos had a pretty up and down season, but I think I don't think they get and I think they're just out.
0: So. I didn't put this team on my list because I didn't think we'd get this far, but the only other team in playoff contention, Las Vegas Raiders. Yeah, that's the team I got. Seven and Sneaking eight. in, man.
1: Yeah, I like, I mean, I don't like this Raiders team, but what <laughs> everything they've been able to do, you know, ever since they got McDaniels out of there, this rookie head coach, I mean, Aiden O'Connell not completing a pass outside of the first quarter. Defense, <laughs> you know, scoring two touchdowns against the Chiefs who you know they continue to lose not saying it's a, a lock they won the division just yet although they should be favored I think the Raiders are hanging out hanging around just enough and I think I believe if they win out they have like a 80% chance or something like that of making the playoffs um this week I believe they play the Colts and I got them beating the Colts and I forgot who they played last week. They played the Chiefs, and then they got the Broncos. Broncos, yeah. And, I mean, I just told you the Broncos out. So, those are two very winnable games for the Raiders right now. And I know their offense hasn't been scoring points, but then we see them play against the Chargers, and they put up 63 points. So, this is a weird team, but I just think out of, like, all the teams, everything going on right now, I don't know. I just – I like the Raiders sneaking. They went out. Two, like I mentioned, two very winnable games with the Broncos and the Colts. So I I think the Raiders sneak in. They get that last spot, and we see two AFC West teams in the playoffs. The Steelers had, you know, an easier schedule and weren't playing two really good teams or two, you know, playoff-caliber teams right now. I think they would be my pick, but I, I just like the way the Raiders are playing right now. Got them fired up. They're winning games, and, you know, Teams this time of year You just gotta find ways to win man That's what the Raiders are doing And Listen In Vegas You never know man <laughs> in the, Like If the, they make it to the Super Bowl It's gonna be a home uh, game
0: <laughs> I, Yeah that I, Dude that's for yeah, so far ahead. They're gonna no, have to man. win on the road Yeah um, You already here first maybe Raiders to the Eagles. Super Bowl Hosting of uh, I mean a- Eagles But AFC But anyways
1: but no, yeah, I I like the Raiders team, man. I like they're super competitive. They got them playing; they're playing super tough football right now. They're just finding ways to win, so I think Raiders sneak into that last spot.
0: Now will it happen? Probably not, but that's my pick: one Raiders. Raiders current playoff probability according to NFL.com: eleven percent. Not the worst. The Broncos have eight percent, um, and then obviously the Texans right now sit at 37, first team out of the playoffs. The Colts that hold that seven seed that are out fifty three. So you think the Bills are in eighty seven percent chance? Yeah, Bills are pretty much the top stands. The only thing is that the Jags, if they lose that division, oh, they're out. But yeah, I I mean, and for my pick this game coming up this week, Colts Raiders. That's like yeah, you the, know it's a game game of the week, for game the C playoff, the, playoff game, picture, game of the
1: week for <laughs> who thought our playoff we'd be kicks. here sitting
0: there Sitting here saying that at this point nice. in the season, man. It's been up and down over there in Vegas, no doubt. Shout out Jack Jones, man. Uh, another pick six this week, trolling some Kansas City fans. Someone said we got to bring hatred back into the sport of rivalries. And <laughs> I agree, man. Uh, who likes their division rivals? And he's bringing it back to life, passing it on to the next generation of kids. So shout out to him, two pick sixes. He's been best player on the defense at this point in the past few weeks. But Raiders man, we'll see if Aiden O'Connell gets it done. Comparable on the other side, I think. You know, I think the Texans to get Stroud back this week, which they should. I could see them getting in, but mm-hmm. I I don't see the Colts like you mentioned. Um. I really don't like the Steelers. The Bengals, I could see having a better shot, but I'm not mad at your list. All right. Week 17, Pick'ems. We matched up once again last week. Got to make something shake. I think we got a couple different picks. First game up Thursday night football. Jets travel to Cleveland to play the Browns. And. I really don't want the Browns playing Thursday night football because Nick Chubb tore his ACL last time. Um, or bringing the whites, white unis out, the white helmets, I think they're the best unis they have. Excited to see that, but, I mean, give me the Browns. Trevor Simeon, starting quarterback, Zach Wilson didn't pass. Concussion protocol today, so he can't participate in Thursday's game. The Jets, they were able to squeak out a win by the grace of a you know Greg the leg at the end of the game. <laughs> the Browns injuries continue to stack just as I say is, you know, maybe they could get a little healthier. Their whole special teams unit, Dustin Hopkins, uh Bohorquez the punter, they just signed a kicker and a punter as well as PJ Walker to the active roster cuz DTR is not going to be playing Thursday. He got hurt when he came in for Flacco in the fourth quarter. Amari Cooper, we know the day he had, I mean, Joe Flacco in Cleveland. Never thought as a Browns fan I'd sit here and say Joe Flacco is trying to lead us to a playoff berth and 99% chance chance to win a division if the Dolphins take care of business this week. Uh, It's an opportunity for the Browns, but it's a tough stretch. Let's see if they can get, you know, up in the rankings a little bit. they still got a chance at the one seed. It's hard. It's really between the Ravens and the Dolphins in reality uh, with the best shot, and the Ravens have it after last night's uh, statement win against the Raven uh, 49ers. Give me the Browns at home. Uh, DBs once again locked down. Miles Garrett gets held on every play, still makes an impact. And if Joe, Joe Flacco keeps cooking like he did last week, I know the Texans' defense extremely below average. But, I mean, when Cooper torches for a franchise record, you love to see it. Give me the Browns at home in primetime.
1: Yeah, you pretty much, you know, went over everything there kind of is to say about this game. So, I'm going to just, you know, keep it short and sweet. I like the Browns at home as well. Browns on one hand, you know, competing for that playoff spot. Have actually a legitimate shot to get the one seed in the AFC Whereas the Jets are, you know, announcing Robert Sala and, you know, <laughs> all other coaches and personnel people, extensions for next year. So clearly two teams in, di- in different categories right now. I like the Joe Flacco revenge game. Give
0: me the Brown. <laughs> yeah, Flacco's supposed to sign with the Jets after A-Rod went down was a possibility. Didn't do it. He has as many touchdowns as the Jets do since A-Rod went down. Passing-wise, next game up, Saturday night primetime. Just one Saturday game this week. Lions travel to Dallas to play the Cowboys in the team, in the matchup between the two dome, um, I don't even know how to categorize them, but the two dome <laughs> teams that love showing out in the dome and playing in the dome. I know it's Jerry's World. The Cowboys coming off a tough loss against the Dolphins, Really? I thought the Cowboys had it at the end. I didn't think the Dolphins had it in them to go down the field. That game was way closer than it should have been. Dolphins couldn't capitalize when it came to red zone offense. I think that's one area that either Mike McDaniel's extremely well or extremely bad in, uh, trying to do- dial up plays. But when you're throwing fades to Cedric Wilson, once again, Jeff Wilson Jr., anything like that. I just don't think it's the right play call. I think he knows it sometimes, but he keeps dialing it up. I like the Lions on the road in this matchup. I just, the Cowboys, they kind of slip a little bit. I know it's at home. I think it's going to be a tight game. I could honestly see the Cowboys winning it, but Lions just clinched that division. I think they want to get one more on the road here, carry that momentum. Uh, Let's see if the Jameer Gibbs show continues. Had a great game last week. Amin Ra's been solid the past few weeks. Uh, and Jared Goff finally, you know, not turning the ball over. Jared Goff we saw early on in the year. If he's that same version of himself, give me the Lions. Um,
1: yeah, I like the Cowboys here. The Lions are pretty much locked into that three seed right now, you know, barring anything crazy on the Eagles part. But the Cowboys actually, you know still have something to play for, like, the division can still be up for grabs, so, I think Dallas wins, and they've just been a different team at home, like, you know, we just saw the Cowboys play two tough road games against the Bills and the Dolphins in back-to-back weeks, um, Cowboys, they didn't really look great in either one, especially that Bills game where they just got, you know, bullied and manhandled, and then against the Dolphins, the defense just, you know, lets up the game-winning drive, so, Not the two best, you know, games to leave people with the watch and, you know, to have a perspective of the Cowboys. But, I mean, let's not forget what Dallas was at home. Like, just before that Buffalo loss, I mean, they blew out Philly at home. They killed the Giants at home, murdered the Rams at home. Like, when they play teams at home, Dak Prescott and these Dallas Cowboys are just, they're a different team. The defense plays so much better. They score points on offense and defense. They just seem to be on fire so I mean the Cowboys their issues definitely don't have anything anything to do with playing against teams at home and especially on the Lions part man I mean that game against the Vikings Nick Mullins literally did everything he could to just give that game away and you know that fourth down throw to Justin Jefferson is like (laughs) oh maybe like you know Vikings are still found a way to hang around but Lions have also been one of those teams where They've been super explosive on offense, but defensively they've had some troubles, you know, kind of closing out games and putting other teams away. So I think if they get this Cowboys team at home, Dallas gets up maybe a couple scores, I think they can run away with this game. So I'm going to pick Dallas at
0: home. Next game up, Tennessee Titans, AFC South versus the Houston Texans. And C.J. Stroud likely coming back this week. The Titans eliminated from playoff contention. Derrick Henry, last season in Tennessee, is a big question being brought up <laughs> around the league. Um, he said he wanted to stick around, maybe make the playoffs one last time. Fall short. Ryan Tannehill was at quarterback last week. Not much of a difference. Managed better than Will Levis in some situations, but this Titans team, it's got a lot, a lot of holes on the roster. I mean, between the offensive line, uh, being a huge problem. Do they have their quarterback in Will Levis? They still don't know. And then probably most likely moving on from Derrick Henry at this point, you don't want an aging running back when your uncertainty of your future in the defense. Rabel coach, but still they got some missing pieces on that defensive side of the ball. Give me the Texans at home. You mentioned Stroud, uh, the amazing season he has. I think he comes right back to it. Just a concussion. Clears, he'll be just fine.
1: Yeah, I'm with you on this one. As long as CJ Stroud's back and it looks like he's on track to play this game, I think, you know, the Texans are just a better team and CJ Stroud is that big of a difference maker. And I think just him is good enough to get this win over the Titans, like you mentioned, who are, you know, trying to figure out some other things for this team and kind of looking ahead to the postseason or the off-season, excuse me, already. So, yeah, I'll take the Texans.
0: Next game up, Atlanta Falcons in Chicago against the Bears. And somehow we're sitting here still talking about the Falcons because they like to get dubs when they shouldn't. Give me the Bears at home, man.
1: <laughs> yeah, oddly enough, I think both of these teams still, like, technically have a chance to make the playoffs. So should be pretty interesting, but I'm with you, man. The Bears at home feel like a lot better than they do on the road. Kind of just – know put a put a beating on the Cardinals at home so I don't think the Falcons are much better than the Cardinals at
0: home Justin Fields is running around slinging it give me the Bears yeah the NFC South that's how they're still (laughs) not eliminated (laughs) the next game up man Miami Dolphins in Baltimore against the Ravens Lamar playing against you know the Dolphins he always loves playing in Miami and just showing out in front of family and friends this time around it's a little different. I think it was in Baltimore last year when the Dolphins had the three-score three, three score comeback against uh, the Ravens in the second half. Tua Tyreek linked up for a few TDs, if I remember correctly. And I got the Dolphins on the road here, man. I, it, a lot riding on this game for the Dolphins. A lot riding on this game for the Ravens. The Ravens with the statement win last night. That defense finally held up for four quarters. They always were great this season, but the second half meltdowns of what led to some of their losses. Lamar Jackson took care of the football in the second half as well, always gives the team a boost. Uh, I think there's gonna be a really good matchup. I mean, the Ravens top to bottom look like the best team in the NFL right now, especially after, you know, they embarrassed Brock Purdy in the MVP conversations. Last night. Dolphins, if that defense could keep playing at a high level in big situations, Bradley Chubb stepped up big time this year off the edge. I like the Dolphins, man. It's, it's going to be a close game. Things really going to come down to, you know, whoever has the ball last. And if the Dolphins got enough juice to back-to-back game-winning drives, we'll see.
1: Yeah. I, I, this was a, a tough game for me to pick. Um... Like you mentioned the Dolphins last year had that big comeback win in the fourth quarter in the fourth quarter at Baltimore and then I think even a couple years back in Miami on that Thursday night game the Dolphins kind of upsetted the Ravens upsetted the Ravens at home so I think the Dolphins are 2 and 0 in the last two matchups they've played so they kind of got that over the Ravens but after what we saw last night you know the way Lamar Jackson and that offense was able to just come out and Moved the ball against the 49ers who have one of the best defenses, and I think Baltimore receivers even left a little bit, you know, out there on the field, had a couple drops. Regardless, Lamar, like you mentioned, I think you talked about last show, his numbers aren't looking like, you know, the greatest in the world, but when you watch Lamar Jackson play and you watch him in this offense, he's playing some of the best football, if not the best football in his career. And this Ravens defense is just fast, man. They're flying around. They got playmakers. Kyle Hamilton, although he was banged up, I saw his injuries. Shouldn't be too serious. Marlon Humphrey making plays. Patrick Queen, they just got a bunch of guys flying around to the ball. Also believe they lead the league in sacks, so they're going to get some pressure on you. Uh, the Ravens are, like you mentioned, just one of the most complete teams. If this game was anywhere – but Miami, like if the Dolphins were anywhere else other than Miami, I probably would have picked the Dolphins. But I just think the way the Ravens are playing, Lamar homecoming after being the league leader in the MVP. This is in
0: Baltimore. It's not in Miami? Nah, it's in Baltimore. Oh, I, I think it's in Miami. If I did, I messed. that. No, it's in Baltimore.
1: Oh, well, then it's in Baltimore. Excuse me. Well, that makes it even more of a Ravens pick for me then. So, yeah, at home, I think Lamar and Ravens handle business. They've been super solid at home this year.
0: They did win the last two matchups. And all all I think about Lamar and Miami is that opening week 2019 where he hung 50 on Miami's head. But hopefully it's a little bit different. Next game up, NFC South, man, battle for that, that – f- Number one seed in the division title, Saints. Go to Tampa, Raymond James, and play the Bucks. And Bucks, I mean, Baker, he's been he's been in the kitchen baking. I mean, the Bucks right now, they look like they could actually win this division. Frisky team could possibly win a playoff game, especially, you know, if you win that division, you get the home game. They look good right now. Mike Evans looking real solid, and the Saints on the other hand like the total opposite direction it's tough to watch the Saints they really don't pass the eye test so just give me the Tampa Bay Bucks because they passed the eye test
1: yeah offensively the Bucks have been rolling a couple questions defensively but I think they still got you know enough playmakers on that side of the ball to hold up a bit yeah I think they they clinched the the division in this game
0: give me the Bucks. Next game up, ASC East matchup in Buffalo. Patriots travel to play the Bills. And I know the Pats won last week against the Broncos in one of the worst games ever. Broncos just handed them two touchdowns. and I mean, the most memorable thing from this game was a Highland kick off the goalpost that made a loud sound. So, give me the Bills. They've been rolling. They've been hot at home. I mean... Right now, it just looks like they're back to being, you know, previous years, Buffalo Bills, getting the job done. Josh Allen wants to punch that ticket to the playoffs once again. Give me the Bills.
1: I like the Bills here as well. All I'm going to say is don't be surprised if it's a lot closer than we think. Patriots already beat Buffalo earlier this year. Bills coming off a weird game against the Chargers, and the Patriots are winning games right now, so... Every, this game is all a little weird, but I think the Buffaloes, they, they should handle business.
0: Yeah, Patriots are literally falling back to take a long snapper in the draft. That way they don't look so bad. In top, top three pick or five. I think they're at five right now or something like that. I think it is five. Next game up, Arizona Cardinals in Philadelphia against the Eagles. At this point, the Cardinals, like many other teams around the league, trying to set up for next season. Is it K-1? Is it going to be somebody else in that building? Uh, I really think that's what it comes down to and I don't think there's going to be any coaches uh, any changes with the coaching staff between now and next year this year kind of being a lost year without a QB regardless of the fact give me the Eagles I know they've had their struggles and even that game against the Giants almost let Tyrod come back at the end. They look solid decent uh, for a majority of the game but You know, you've talked about that back end of that defense. It could cause some problems, you know, Kyler Murray hooking up on a deep ball or two, but I still think the Eagles get bailed out by, you know, their talent. I think they're able to get this win at home, try to punch that NFC East ticket.
1: Yeah, the Eagles should win this game. I'm also going to pick the Eagles here, and you pretty much just, I mean, said everything I've been saying all year, and I'm going to continue to say this game Against the Cardinals, um, our defense is not going to be able to stop anything the Cardinals can do. Kyler Murray is going to have a a great game. And it's just going to come down to, you know, just the talent on our offense, overcoming play calling, overcoming, you know, miscommunications. And, the you know, offense just not looking fully there yet. Devontae Smith coming out saying, yeah, we have 11 wins, but... You know he's not happy. AJ Brown declining to talk to you know the media after the game, saying there's not really much for him to talk about. It's just not looking good offensively right now for the Eagles, and that's just because defensively there's not like there's literally nothing to say. Like it's just bad. Whereas on the offense, you see the talent. Offensive line has been playing pretty solid this year. Jalen Hurts still seems a little banged up, but I think he had a solid game himself outside of the interception pick six, which wasn't his fault. Dallas Goddard just happened to slip on the route. Um it was nice to see Swift get going a little bit later in the game too. Leaning on him taking some of that pressure off Jalen Hurts, I think will definitely help. But yeah, uh it's gonna you know it's gonna have to come down to a couple big plays. Swift big be- breaking a big run early in that game. Hurts hit um Devontae Smith on that big crosser. That was a nice play. So a couple nice plays here and there on the offense and hopefully just like you mentioned being, or like I've been saying, being talented or more talented than the other team to kind of just score more points. Whereas so far this season hasn't really been the case, but we should be better than the Cardinals offensively. So I'm going to pick the Eagles
0: defensively yeah, is <laughs> the Cardinals are going to score like probably their season high. Hey, Hollywood Browns better look like, you know, the first round pick you're supposed to be. Um, Panthers Jags next game up, man. You mentioned you've been high on the Jags. I really, I really don't see it. I think they've dropped how many in a row? That's four in a row. Four in a row. We'll make it five, man. The two win Panthers, coming off a win last week. Geez, I don't even know what to say about them. And Bryce Young, he led a, I believe. Um, I'm not sure how many yards it was, but a game-winning drive to kick the game-winning field goal. And at one point in this season, I think he's got it in him to beat these Jags. I really am just picking against the Jags because they're, they're a huge letdown, man. Top to bottom, you know, you have the coaching staff. You have the players around you. Calvin Ridley comes out week one, looks amazing, and kind of falls off a cliff, has a couple games here and there. Evan Ingram, up and down, kind of looking like, New York, Evan Ingram, not the revived Jags. Evan Ingram, Christian Kirk dealing with injuries. That's T-Loss' favorite target right now. And if it's not ETN, punching in a couple of touchdowns. It it looks bad on the Jaguar side. I know T-Loss is banged up, hasn't played well since that injury sat out last week because of a – I believe it was a stinger in the shoulder or whatever. I just – The Panthers, they're not playing for any rights for a draft pick. They're trying to go out there and spoil on Brian Burns, I mean, he had a game last week, and I figured he might go out and have one against the Jags. So give me the Panthers. I do like Josh Allen off the edge for the Jags. He's been balling out kind of under the radar this season, you know, in terms of edge rushers. But he's having quite the season up there, league leader in sacks. Just give me the Panthers on the road out of spite.
1: Yeah, I'm going to pick the Jags here. Like I mentioned earlier, I said, you know, I, I got them winning this division. So for that to happen, they got to beat the Panthers. And I I totally agree. They've been super disappointing. I think they have a better win-loss record in London this year than they do in America. So that's never good when, you know, you only play, what, like two or three games in London? And I think every, they played two. Yeah, so. and the, yeah, and the rest are all in. I think they're under 500 in America. Yeah, not a good look. Regardless, if there's ever a team to beat, it should be the Panthers right now. Although Bryce Young in that, you know, second half offense did look pretty convincing, but it was against that Packers defense who might not be much better than the Jags defense. So I do think this is a competitive game, you know, pending if Trevor Lawrence suits up and plays, I think he's still questionable at this point, but I think the Jags can get a win here against the Carolina Panthers.
0: Yeah, it was uh two weeks ago against the Falcons. He had that game winning drive. But yeah, Packers defense very questionable. Jags defense also very questionable. Next one up, man, your Vegas Raiders who got punching a ticket to the playoffs against the Colts, man, in that AFC, you know, battle for the wild card. <laughs> I got the Colts disappointing game last week. I just it was a total uh, embarrassing loss. I mean, to say the least, you kind of have a chance to solidify yourself in playoff contention against these Atlanta Falcons who might be, you know, one of the shakiest teams and one of the, you know, worst teams when it comes to games because they just find ways similarly to the Chargers to lose them. Uh, I just I think this is really a coin flip, so just give me the home team and the Colts.
1: Yeah, I pretty much you know went over this when I was talking about the wild card spot in the playoff contenders, so I'm going to just keep it simple here. I like the Raiders. I think on a little little win streak right in high, give me the Raiders.
0: Next game up, Los Angeles Rams in New York or Jersey to play the Giants at MetLife. Give me the Rams. I like, you know, I said their offense once they got Stafford and all those guys healthy, they look dangerous. And they could put together a run. They still got Aaron Donald on the defensive side of the ball. Defense not quite as good as it was some years ago with Ramsey when they won the Super Bowl and the offense and whatnot. But Kyron Williams, Cooper Cup, Puka Nakua, those guys are dangerous on the offensive side of the ball. And Stafford, if he could stay healthy, limit those turnovers. Uh he might be looking to spoil a Detroit Lions playoff win. And, you know, that matchup, the script writers, I know they want it to happen. So, give me the Rams on the road. This offense is dangerous. Just that defense needs to tighten the ship a little bit.
1: Yeah, I like the Rams here, man. They're I think the Rams and the Bucks are kind of two similar teams right now where they're, they're just two teams heating up, playing their best football right now. This Rams offense is really clicking. Sean McVay has got these guys playing great football. And Giants, on the other hand, yeah, I mean – not really much to say there. Tommy DeVito gets benched, Tyrod comes in, makes a couple big plays in there, but, not, you know, just not enough to get over that hump for the Eagles. Whereas the Rams, they're looking like, you know, one of the best passing offenses in the league, Cup and Puka, both rolling right now, Stafford, like you mentioned. He's playing some really, really good football right now. So, yeah, give me the Rams.
0: And I I heard something they were talking about McVeigh contemplated retirement after the Super Bowl, and it, it's just crazy because he came into the league one of the youngest coaches, obviously one of the best coaches, offensive minded. One of that TV deal. Yeah, I mean he said just the process of knowing your whole teams, you know, going away they they were kind of on that you know one and done deals that year. The coaching staff, you know, they go ahead and get new gigs. You lost, you know, Odell, who was a key piece for the, most of that game in the Super Bowl. Um, and then, you know, Aaron Donald contemplating retirement, move on from Ramsey, everything that, you know, came after it. So McVeigh, he's come a, a long way since that one and done Super Bowl. And what the Rams went through last year was, you know, Stafford just not being healthy at all. So it's good to see them back into the contention, one of the great coaches and, We'll see. I, I don't think there's much with the Giants this year. So, Next mm-hmm. game up, man, the 49ers off that ugly L. They travel to Washington Washington to play the Commanders, and it really should be no problem. I think Sam Howell got benched once again this week. <laughs> yeah, Brock Purdy, he basically got benched. I mean, I know he's still your quarterback, but Sam Darnold was out there. He was slinging it. He only had – he did have a pick, but – yeah, I mean, game, it was picks yeah. the whole game, so it really didn't matter. He was slinging it through a touchdown. I mean, he looked decent. He was throwing a Brandon Ayuk, which I liked uh, fantasy-wise in my semifinals. So, shout-out to Brock with the four picks. give me that dub. Um, Just give me the Niners. This should be a game they should be able to handle, even if they don't have their best stuff. This is the commander's defense. Might create a couple turnovers, and it could get ugly fast, but... It, the Niners take care of business on the road.
1: Yeah, not much else to add on to this game. only thing I will say, you know, as an Eagles fan, and I'm sure, you know, Cowboys fans and maybe Lions fans can all agree, it was nice to see, you know, the the um 49ers look, you know, humane, kind of came back down to earth. Like, it's possible to beat this team. Where before they were just, you know, running through teams, blowing everybody out. So, it gives me a little bit of hope. Now, I don't think the Eagles will be able to beat the 49ers, but, you know, the Ravens put this blueprint out there. But, yeah, come on. That's the commanders. bro. Give me
0: the 49ers. <laughs> Next game up, man, Steelers-Seahawks. I've said many times how I feel about the Steelers. And whichever, you know, deservingly third-string quarterback they throw on the field, Kenny Pickett, Mason Rudolph, Trubisky, they're all in the same category. I've said it. Seahawks, 12th man at home. Give me them. Yeah, give
1: me the Seahawks, man. Uh, once my little brother, once Jack started telling me, you know, Mason Rudolph was the answer, I just kind of, you know, n- <laughs> nothing really else to say there, no man. Give way. me the Seahawks.
0: it can't be real. You see this? You get you get one Saturday game where Mason Rudolph starts throwing a couple passes to George Pickens. And- yeah. Literally, like, what, two passes over 100 yards, and now Mason Rudolph's the GOAT. Yeah. <sighs> they went through that delusion a couple of years ago. Come I back will down. say he is
1: probably, well, he's definitely better than Mitch Trubisky, and I think it's not far off from Kenny Pickett at this point, but I don't think, no, not any of those three guys are the
0: answer. Tier four quarterbacks right there. Yeah. Um. <laughs> like, yeah that's just, come on, like. He's just picking through Mason, yeah, in 2024. Right? I mean, he had his little run, bro. It's just, well, like, he just, on the bench, just magically got better without those game reps. Like, he, he's still the same Mason Rudolph. Next one up, Bengals travel Arrowhead to play the Chiefs, which, I mean, talk about looking human. And Patrick Mahomes looks the most human out of anybody in the NFL right now. Because they just don't look good. You double-team Kelsey, lock up everything else. I mean, it's tough, Pacheco couldn't get it going last week. He got banged up. I think Clyde edwards lair is their best option right now on offense. <laughs> and I think they should let it ride against the Bengals. That's the way they're going to win the game. CEH legacy game coming right up. Give me the uh, Chiefs at home against the Bengals.
1: Yeah, I mean, at this point in the season, man, it, it's just weird, dog. Bengals, tough loss against the Steelers last week. And then the Chiefs, I mean, Raiders just went in and just kind of manhandled them at home. Still Patrick Mahomes. I'm still believing. Give me the Chiefs. But, I mean, this game, I feel like it, it could definitely get up in the air.
0: Yeah, I, c- I can see the Bengals definitely winning this game. And- <laughs> I
1: mean, before last week, Jake Browning was on a heater. He was, you know, throwing the ball all over the place. So, Chiefs defense... Is still pretty good, you know. The Raiders didn't score any offensive touchdowns, they didn't have any points on offense. It's just, you know, offensively for the Chiefs, that's where you get question marks so, from. So, I think the Bagels will, I think they'll be able to score on the Chiefs. But ah, Patrick Mahomes does just enough, puts that cape on, he's <laughs> gonna have to wear it the entire rest of the season if they have, have any playoff contention.
0: Yeah. He's gonna have to, what AB said. Put that shit on.
1: guess uh, what he's gonna have to do. Av said a lot of things recently, especially <laughs> right. on Twitter, but we won't get
0: into that. Yeah, that's your favorite player, anyways. <laughs> Toe tap Tony. Chargers Broncos man AFC West matchup. I I just throw my hands up at both these teams at this point. <laughs> Easton Stick, love his name, don't love his game. Give me the Broncos at home. Sean Payton, he builds the win. Gets into to before Week 18. Yeah, not really much to say about this game. I'll take the Broncos at home, I guess. Um, NFC North matchup, Packers-Vikings. I think the Packers still got a chance at playoffs. Vikings, um, hometown favorites, home team favorites. I'm just rocking with the, the Monday night underdogs going to win the game because I think it's now eight in a row or whatever it is. Monday night underdog has won the game outright. And Packers opening line plus two and a five two point five. You mentioned Nick Mullins wanted to throw that game away with his turnovers. You I mean, know he did, <laughs> he did. And Justin Jefferson almost saved him, but then he had to throw it away again. Which, by the way, on that last play, clean pocket, stepped up, no pressure, and he threw maybe the wobbliest football <laughs> ever. I think my noodle arm could, could have done better. Yeah, like it was, it was bad. It was bad. I was like. Oh, this is going to be a dot. And then you just see the ball hanging, hanging. Safety's favorite thing to see, or DB in general. And it just got picked off, man. I heard people were like, oh, JJ should have done OPI on that. And I'm like, you think he see <laughs> someone coming behind on a, a wobble pass that could have been in his hands three yeah. seconds ago? Like, dog, just, just, I told Big Max I was going to pick against the Packers because clearly I jinxed them. But I just can't do it again. Give me the pack on the road against Skull Nation.
1: Yeah, I like the Packers here as well. I mean, offensively, I think, you know, Jordan Love is definitely starting to come into his own. I don't think the problems for Green Bay has been offensively now. You know, offensive line, maybe you like to see play a little bit better. But Jordan Love and his Packers and his offense, they definitely, you know, started to get things clicking. It's just this defense has been so bad. But I think Nick Mullins has been a little bit worse. So give me the Packers.
0: All right, man. That's going to wrap up. Excuse me. Our NFL Week 17 pick is only one more week after this. Playoff time, man. I'm not saying anything yet. But, you know, I've never been in this situation where the two teams I support are here in this situation. Let's hope they don't never have to match up. But it is a good time for football, man playoffs week 18 or week 17 coming up we'll see how this picture shakes up i think the nfc picture will be a lot more clear hit uh, in week 18 versus the afc i think it's gonna come down a lot last week in the afc uh really quick i do want to talk a little bit of hoops christmas day basketball obviously overshadowed this year by the nfl <laughs> but usually a staple on christmas is the nba hoops um, I want to shout out Triple J, little 30 ball on Christmas, get the heat, sitting at that five seed right now in the Eastern Conference, man. And I think the T-Wolves sitting at the, the one seed in the West, he yeah, had two games ahead of the Nuggets. I really just wanted to talk about Ja Morant in the Grizzlies, who are now 3-0 and this week since Ja's return. They were 6-19 and coming in before Ja's return, sit at the 13th seed do you think they could you know whether it's via the play-in or whatnot do you think they could punch a ticket to the playoffs do you think jaw's that much of a difference that they become you know playoff contenders I
1: mean right now since it's you know just before halfway through the season they got you know a lot of games still to be played I think it's definitely possible I just think they just dug themselves in too big of a hole before jaw came I think you know, they only had what, like about six or seven wins before Jaw Six six, yeah. Before Jaw came back. So it, it's tough, man, to start, you know, in that big of a hole. And you saw John in his first game back, you know, the talent he is and you know, when he's fully healthy and fully engaged, he's, you know, definitely one of the best players in the league. I, I just think it, it might be too little, too
0: late for this Memphis team and they kinda dug themselves in too big of a hole. Yeah, sitting at the thirteen. They are nearly seven games behind the Suns. And I, it's 11 teams, I think, for the plan, right? 7, 8, mm. 9, 10, 11. Or I, it might be 10. I don't know. Regardless, they say seven games behind the Suns. Um, or the Warriors at the ten seed, who are 15 and 15. I hear the Suns aren't happy with KD. They're not looking too hot right now either. Um, but, yeah, I think that Grizzlies hole, man, that's real tough. You get a chance with Jaw. He could turn it around. It's gonna be a long grinding season, but I mean, we'll see how things shake up in the West, man. Nonetheless, right now I'm on that I'm on that Schaefer MVP train right now. Three seed in the West. Schaefer <laughs> MVP. It's yeah, Schaefer MVP, man. I think right now Embiid's kind of running away with it, but Embiid's right. dominating. But I'm just saying, like i I'm, mm-hmm. I'm pushing the agenda. You know, I was pushing him for Most Improved last year. Mm. I'm pushing Shay for MVP this year. Well, yeah, it might be a little tougher considering Embiid's at, like, 35-11 right now. <laughs> well, Those you know, I just aren't losing. So. At some point. Well, well, they lost last night without Embiid. 20-9, so. they sit at the three seed in the East. The East is dominating right now. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we'll see how things shake up, man. It's time to get into that hoop season. It's starting to feel good down there in miami too starting to get a little health back for the heat uh nonetheless man any last comments topics anything you want to sign off with Nah, nothing much yet man week 17 nfl season coming right around uh the corner recording on tuesday so five days away from nfl sunday thursday night browns jets we'll see what happens this week week 17 go to go pod on tiktok go to go youtube apple spotify all that man like comment share sub uh hit the share button i think i already said that nonetheless man episode 71 go to go podcast appreciate everyone tuning in man peace